Short Story Native Elements Cyril swore under his breath as he stared at the mounting black clouds sweeping across the mountain range. The pine trees swayed with warning sighs as the wind whistled through their branches. Crows whirled towards earth, outflying the looming threat. Stupid weatherman never said anything about a storm. Cyril didn't realize he had spoken out loud until Jeanette curled her arm through his and clucked her disapproval. Whether woman, Cyrus, or person, not man, for goodness sake. Besides, no one is perfect. Cyril didn't doubt that for a minute. He had never really intended to invite Jeanette to his private sanctuary, but in an unguarded moment he had pontificated, Kids today are out of their native element, and Jeanette, being his superior by two grade levels and French proficiency, had laughed, smirked, really. She had sat across from him in the teacher's lounge, sipped her black coffee, nibbled her wheat crackers, and shook her curly-haired head. Native element? What, pray tell, is a kid's native element, Sorrel? Cyril squeezed his eyes shut against the memory. His face flushed as it always did when she mutilated his name. When she first practiced her ruinous arts at a teacher's convention, Oh, good, here's floral, so we're well represented. He had dared to object. The name is Cyril, not Sorrel or Floral. See if you can remember that. The flock of attending teachers froze in the face of his unflinching correction, but Jeanette merely grinned like a chessier cat. Oh, Creel, don't get all flaky and fall to pieces. His only retort had been a mute glare, while his co-workers simply chuckled and wandered toward other entertainment. He had been bested, clearly. For two years he waged a stoic campaign to keep his name unaltered, but Jeanette found Mirius atrocious variations to spring on him, passing in the hall, at meetings, and even as she waved goodbye in the parking lot. In the teacher's lounge she would rattle on about her latest date, fashionable clothes, a got-to-go-see movie, progressive teaching, antiquated traditions, and whatever else fueled her current passion, while he doodled swaying pine trees on a memo pad and retreated into icy politeness. Occasionally, he'd vary his day by hunting up extra resources for a struggling student, but most sixth graders hated math and made little attempt to hide their distaste for the subject in particular, or for him in general. Even when he lugged in architects' drawings, carpentry notes, checkbooks, and myriad other real-world examples of math viability, he would still be slapped down with the oft-opine sentiment, We're never going to use this stuff. It's a waste of time. He might as well have been forcing broccoli down innocent kids' throats. At least Jeanette never made him feel like the enemy. A fool, but never an enemy. Perhaps that was why he accepted her question as a challenge and invited her to come to the mountains with him and experience 
the native elements herself. Only when the muscled P.E. teacher, Mr. James, squeezed his shoulder and intoned the words, Best of luck, old pal, did Cyril realize that staring down a pack of hyenas would have been a wiser option. Their afternoon started out more optimistically than he anticipated. Jeanette had met him in the parking lot, decked out in cowboy boots, jeans, and a leather jacket. He refrained from shaking his head and merely jiggled his keys. Mind if I drive? Jeanette shrugged in utter nonchalance. Might as well. You know where we're going, I suppose. Her grin widened wickedly as she added, Ceres. He sped up the winding road and, after arriving, started down the simplest and shortest trail. She bounced along at his side, pointing out every squirrel and bird in hyper-exultation. When they returned to the parking lot, she deflated. Is that it? I mean, that's all you've got, Verl? Cyril squinted at the lowering sun and considered his revenge. Trail number five, meant for experienced hikers with a loud splashing stream, a long, steep incline, two narrow passes, and one precipitous drop. His eyes narrowed as he returned to the forest. They floundered across the bubbly stream and scrambled up the first incline when a warning rumbled across the sky. Distant trees swayed as a murmur rustled through the foliage. Cyril considered the low sun, and a slight twinge shivered down his spine. Jeanette scanned the waving branches with a frown. How far have we come? About halfway. A brilliant flash of light made them blink as black clouds bundled together overhead. That's when he spouted his politically incorrect fury on the weather person. He could feel her arms squirming around his, searching for something he was loath to offer. Halfway? Seriously? Serious? What were you thinking? He felt the familiar hot flush rise to the roots of his hair. Cyril shook Jeanette's arm away and snapped around like a wounded panther. C-Y-R-I-L, my name is Cyril. Jeanette blinked as the sky blustered overhead. Cyril wrung his hands in a pantomime of strangling something or someone and bellowed, Now shut up and quit acting like a stuck-up little snob you always are and let me think of the quickest way out of here. He looked up and down the path and then pointed ahead. Let's go on. Doing a fair imitation of a rock wall, Jeanette folded her arms and glared. Cyril stomped away with a wave of his hand. Fine, be a smartass. See if that gets you over the stream again. Not that I'd go back that way, but enjoy the incline and don't slide off the edge of anything. There are about 30 minutes of light left, you might make it to a cave or something before night sets in. He was nearly a quarter of a mile down the path in the pelting rain when he heard her splashing steps. She charged into him, grabbed his shirt, and yanked, sending them both careening into the mud. With her hair limp and streaming across her face, she rounded a slug on his shoulder. You stupid pig! You mean, heartless idiot! 
Why I spent the last two years being nice to you is more than I can figure, but I never expected this. This... Cyril's eyes widened as he staggered to his feet and watched her slip and slide. You've been nice? When was that? I must have missed it. I could have sworn you spent the last two years tormenting me with your cruel, twisted little name-calling. Lightning flared and thunder crashed over their heads as Jeanette clenched her fists, facing him bedraggled. Always so high and mighty, aren't you? Always getting your pants in a twist when I try to add a little fun into your life. Can't climb down from your superior loft in the high and mighty world of algebra and advanced math. You think I couldn't teach math? I could. I just chose to do something a little more creative, something that means something to me. A deafening crack of thunder sent them pelting down the path. Cyril slipped and threw his arms out for balance. The downpour increased, but Jeanette raced on. Cyril snatched her sleeve and pulled her to a jog. You'll fall, stupid. There's a drop coming. Jeanette yanked away and raced ahead even faster. She shrieked as she started sliding down a steep incline. Cyril grabbed her arm and pulled her back, sprawling them both into the muddy path. Jeanette's face twisted. She slapped his hand. I'm not stupid. Cyril climbed to his knees, crawled under the shelter of a tree, and let his head fall against the trunk, leaning back with heaving breath. Neither am I, though every time you speak French, smirking as if I'm too dense to understand, or when you mutilate my name. Jeanette rose shakily to her feet, slapping mud from her jeans, squared her shoulders, and started forward. She stepped into a dangling vine and yelped as a thorn scratched her cheek. She turned on Cyril, her voice low and menacing. If you're trying to get revenge, mission accomplished. Cyril rose and blinked at her silhouette in the dim light. He glanced at his muddy watch, sighed, and grabbed her hand. Mission aborted. I'm an idiot, and we need to get out of here now. Jeanette pulled away. Don't touch me. You want to wander aimlessly in the dark under tons of swaying trees? Let's make a truce and get out alive, okay? Cyril stretched out his hand. Jeanette turned and charged up the path. For the rest of this story and others, check out It Might Have Been by A.K. Fraley and other books on her Amazon author page.